0: Greetings, everybody. Wesley Pepper here, and you're tuned to my podcast, Wesley Pepper's Art Lexia, which is brought to you by Spodcast and Bible thanks everybody for tuning in uh greetings to all my new and returning listeners thank you for coming i i mean that i really do um yeah thanks for coming in uh thanks for tuning in man yeah um let's start off with um a recap on last week's episode thanks thanks to ikaya for coming through my brother really enjoyed your uh your energy i really enjoyed the energy kai is a very passionate guy um I'm sure you could have heard. <laughs> and really cool insight. I thought it was really insightful to how we describe, you know, the whole behind the scenes uh, 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 side of documentary making, the technical side. I really enjoyed that. And I also enjoyed his opinion on uh, COVID because he was really honest. And I like the way he, he just said it'll change. Sure, brother. I totally, <laughs> I understand you. I, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, man. Um, moving on to today's episode. Uh, I had to... um. I had to move this episode up by two weeks. Actually, um, I was gonna do it in around about the around about the ninth of July, but um, my guests, my originally scheduled guests, um, there was a bit of a scheduling problem. You know, blessed. I mean, he's he's um, his son. You know, his 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 lady gave birth to his son and as i might also a a, yeah a bit of a scheduling thing so i to move move things around a bit but no stress man um i'll be um yeah those those are two episodes i'm really looking forward to because they're all going to be based all around poetry which is i actually never done an episode which is just about poetry so definitely looking forward to talking to those brothers um and i'll be giving you guys like you know i'll be telling you guys when i'll be you know when they'll be coming up um, on my social media pages when those handles I'll give to you at the end of this episode. Um, so today's episode uh, I'm flying solo, and um, I'm actually going to talk to you about two things. Uh, firstly, it's a project, a uh, really cool uh, the action research project that I was part of last year with the South African City Network and Ebo Solutions with Baba Buntu. It was. Really, really dope, man. I'm going to explain to you guys why. Um, also a lot about um, being, part, being part of this um, research project. Also gave me a lot of insight to, uh, you know, who I wanted to invite on this platform because we came up with some really, really, really interesting data. And I'm going to explain to you guys a bit about my, um, my uh, role in it, you know. Um, I was a creative coordinator. Um, it was really interesting, it was really interesting, so I will pack that a bit, and I will also tell you, um, give you a bit of a recap, which I think is kind of necessary, because as you know, I've been asking my guests every single week about their opinion on um, COVID-19, so I'm going to give you guys a bit of a recap, because I think it's really interesting, and it's really something that I'm really glad that I started uh, monitoring from the beginning of the year, because I just see it just growing and growing, so yeah man, that's what's, that's what's going to happen today. Um, I hope you guys will find today's episode kind of interesting. I hope you do. I'll be doing my best. Um, Yeah, so I'll talk to you straight after this. Baobalb.org is a podcasting platform and a medium for storytelling. This podcast is also available on all the major podcasting apps, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Podcast your life with bowbulb.org. Hey everybody, yes, Wesley Pepper here again, uh, yeah, let's get straight into it, um, like I said in the intro, I'm going to be t- uh, talking about two topics in particular, the first being the, uh, the uh, data that I collected so far on, um, on uh, the pro versus anti-vax um, top, um, theme that I've been asking all my guests, so just to recap, just very quickly, I've been doing that since the big, uh, since the first episode this year. Um, and, uh, I've been asking all my guests right towards the end of the, uh, uh, of the interview, um, reason for doing that is because by that time we were more comfortable and more easy talking to each other. And I will sort of get an honest, um, answer, which is what I was looking for. And the information I've been getting was, was, yeah, was a lot, um, <laughs> that's the right word to say, but it was substantial. And, um, I've got, um, I categorize them sort of in three um, and the first one being the guys who was like, hell no, the, the, the guys in the middle who says like, we don't really have a choice. And the other guys are like, nah, or, or, or like, well, yes, but, uh, you know, there's always a bit of a, but, um, and I guess the, but there at the end of the day is like, I don't think anybody really was like too keen to get like that jab in their arm. You know, I can't pick that up. I don't I think if, if, if anybody had a choice, they would have probably just said no but you know circumstance has it that we don't really do and that's part reason why i was you know doing this and um most of the guys what i what i've noticed that the overwhelming majority um of my guests are working class people you know artists who are working they've got responsibilities etc etc and um you know, we have careers and, um, the career usually comes first. And I'm in order to, I guess, to have a career, you don't really have a choice. So, um, most of them, um, um, are like, well, we don't really have a choice. And that's, that is, that is the vast majority actually. Um, of that, I would say they, they, they in about the plus 40% of, uh, uh, you know, um, just over just under 50% definitely, um, but of that 40, let's just give it a round Say out 45% of them of those 45%, um, some of them, and I don't have the, uh, well, some of them, especially the South Africans, uh, I don't have an exact number, which I was, which what I was trying to say are like a little bit, like we don't really have a choice. <clears throat> and some of them are like, yes, we believe in the science, but that's like, no, nah, I don't really have a choice. I just got to work and I don't really have a choice. The guys who were saying no. Um, like hell no, like keep that shit away from me. Um, these are the guys. Uh, who's mostly coming from a Pan Africanist, uh, Black consciousness train of thought, and um, these are the guys who are like who's using the a, a history to justify this because as you know black people black bodies has been used as experimental things for everything it's not a, you know it's for for everything for years so that's just like i get them i get them but um well geez, i guess only time will tell eh and then the last group um the ones who are like yes 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 we believe in science and everything that's like really the smallest the smallest group um and um and part of that group, I'll add actually two of my uh, guests as I, um, you know, when, when I was interviewing them already um, were vaccinated or um, one was and one was in the process of doing that. So that was also pretty interesting given that year in South Africa. The uh the vaccination drive has been uh very slow and ugh, there's just too many politics around that, but it is very interesting because what I'm gonna do with all of this data is until um, the end of the year I'm gonna see um how people's perceptions and perspectives has um has changed if they have, and I'm gonna base sort of conceptualize the artwork around that. It will definitely be a public, okay maybe not definitely but um it'll definitely have a interactive uh, nature about it, because I think that's kind of important here, um, given that it is so important. And like just my last and closing point on where I am so far in this experiment is that everyone is very opinionated about it. Um, everybody has an opinion. Out of all my guests, I can only recall two yeah no actually only one now that i'm looking at his name that was like ah you know i never really thought about it and the reason is because i challenged them on that was that they were never really you know confronted like okay i need to travel i need to move i need to they were like ah, i'm okay for now where i am so i won't think of it and it's going to be interesting to see how those guys perspectives change over time so yeah man that's <clears throat> excuse me that's regarding the uh Let's just call it the project that I'm running, um, the anti-versus-provax project that I'm running. And um, I asked a whole bunch of people, um, and they were from all over the world, really, from, from Europe, from the US, from Zim, from SA, um, from bots, so a little bit from everywhere, from Eswatini, so uh, I would say I've got a, uh, I, yeah, let's just cast the net and say so I've got a good yeah pool of people to where i'm getting all this data from so but we'll see how far i get towards the end of the year and that's going to be really interesting and i'm going to be asking um yeah we're going to see how they're going to change and um actually that's actually a good point to end off on um and moving into my um into the next thing i want to talk about today um is my uh the the project that i was involved in with south african city network and ibukasini solutions um so it was a, um, I was drafted in into, or oh, <laughs> that's the right word, but I was part, I became part of this project because of the work that I've been doing as a street artist in Johannesburg. Um, I worked, I was more active as a street artist, but I'm down about between 2013 to about 2016, 2017. Um, after that, like, you know, things just change and I, I definitely the last uh mural uh or, or or it wasn't a well it was a mural, but it was a mixed media mural was in twenty eighteen that I did. Um and that was there in Newtown and Andrew and I were still collaborating with Rick on, on um on that. Um and um yeah, off that one should still be there, but I know all my other murals around the inner city. I know they've all been worked over or just sort of like disappeared within the inner city you know, like pollution and dirt you know eventually and people paste all these posters over so they sort of like just become part of the city's landscape eventually which is sort of part of the you know the idea behind it but yeah man i got pulled into that um because of the uh because all the projects that I used to do on the street was to do with interactive, was having people interactive, physically interact with art and, um, sort of, you know, that was the experience. That was what we were doing was, was, what was allowing people to uh, come into the sort of creative space and enjoying the art and then leaving and not ask them to buy anything. So yeah, it's with that, that I've got, that I got pulled in. And, um, just to give you guys just a recap on what the project was. So it was a, it's a research project um, that was trying to document the experiences of young people in urban areas with the aim of understanding their concerns, that South Africans, um, you know, what, trying to understand their concerns. Um, and see why, or sort of understand why there's this gap between the youth and like the rest of us. Because as we know, um, and what we understood from, from the research there was that there's this huge gap. Because the, 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 the youth, and then the youth are, 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 are to, to be specific, are, um, were people from the age of 14 and 35. And um, our research was based only on Gauteng. Um, it was on the east and the west rand. We asked, um, quote unquote, predominantly poor neighborhoods. Um, but because of COVID-19, because the project was going to be hands on and we were going to have like actual physical events. But then COVID, you know, the lockdown hit and we had to restructure everything. And it was quite stressful um, and exciting because all of a sudden, it's not like you know uh, this this virtual world was 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 foreign due to us but now it was our only way of communicating and at that time you know i still left my apartment in Johannesburg, to come back to kimberley and uh, so i physically wasn't there and uh, most of the other. so yeah there was all of those complications at first but then secondly um what I really enjoyed is how everybody just came together, team, and said, "Okay, this is what we dealt with. How are we going to work with it?" And what happened was that Evocesini Solutions and Baba Ubuntu they got six uh, co-researchers, and these guys physically went out into these respective um, neighborhoods, and um, they uh, they were in touch with various youth groups, uh, organizations, and stuff like that. Youth organizations and stuff like that, and. Um, they literally went there and they asked, uh, you know, a bunch of kids between the age of 14 and to 35. Well, I don't think there was anybody who was in their thirties, Um, not to my knowledge at least. And, um, but yeah, you kind of get the bracket and, um, we were asking them a whole bunch of questions, but it was mostly around like what, you know, what would they change in their neighborhood? What do they need? And, um, just before I explain to you the, the 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 data and how we collected that, because that was really key to this project, was why we did that, and this is why I was so passionate about it, and um, I was really it was just very very cool working on that and still ongoing, is the fact that um, we unfortunately live in a society where the the distance between the what the youth um. um you know you know between the youth parents or let me just say youth and government most of these kids have no are, 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 are actually quite um, um woke to the idea that they let's call it plight for a lack of a better word will never be hurt by government and they are it's not like they are okay with it, they are actually quite angry about it but that gap is huge Right. So part of this was to understand why and how can uh, a decision making body sort of come down to their level. And that's where we use the creative, the creative, um, is called application for now? And that's sort of where I came in. So as part of asking, because you, if you have researchers going ask, going out and asking people questions about like, what do you think about government? I mean, it's kind of boring. And um, young people got lots more energy than <laughs> not than all old people. I like to believe I've got more than most, but you get what I'm saying. And um, so, yeah, so when these researchers went out, um, we asked them, or rather they asked their children to sort of um, give us feedback on how they see their, their neighborhood, what do they think needs to be changed, you know, and things like that. But And they did all that as, um, as artwork. So some people wrote poems, very beautiful poem. Some people performed it on um um like videos. Some people took photos, or to say like these are the problem areas, and this is what we think can be changed. Um, some people did uh mosaics, and they arranged a bunch of images, um, which represents sort of their ideal or utopian um. Um, a, a world or that that is sort of looking for some people did very interesting artwork as well and some were quite graphic in terms of like what they're saying and um, it was under those categories so I looked at all of that and I had to catalog them and um, we came up there was three main um, topics that the youth was looking for and the first one which I thought was really blew me away which is also I tried. to carry that same energy through to the podcast was a lot of the youth was looking for, was hutful of government just coming in and having parties in these neighborhoods, which something, and and that blew me away because they'll have all these, you know, whenever there's an an event in the neighborhood, it'll always be a party, a bash or whatever. And these guys wanted, uh, 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 you know, they, 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 they wanted events where there's entrepreneurs, where they can have, be inspired to learn how can I start my own business? Who do I go and speak to? How do I access funding? Um, um, How do I have people, get people to help me with? I thought that was really interesting. That was really interesting. And most of the kids that spoke about that, spoke about that through the medium of photography and um, visual art, because they took various photos of problematic areas and they say like, this is, you know, this is what's going on in our neighborhood and this is what we want to change and um, the artworks was uh, 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 like you know just telling you how bad things are you know with yeah um the second uh theme that they came a uh, a uh, uh, need that that was there was the lack of sporting facilities um, which is also rather interesting because if you look at it kids there <coughs> Especially now during COVID, they, their movement has been restricted. So 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 they wanted, you know, where they can go run, play, you know, whether it, whether it be soccer, rugby or whatnot, but they wanted the facilities there. And they also wanted a a center. The the, 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 the third and last point uh, uh, uh point was that they wanted a center which houses pretty much everything. So all these entrepreneurs, So there's a uh, sort of uh, um well, not, not big brothers, but mentors, that's what I'm looking for, that is constantly there. So if there's it is people who want to learn how to start a business, for example, then there's a mentor to help them. And that space should also be a creative space. So they wanted, a, 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 and then this is people from both the West and the East end. Um, what the overwhelming majority, in fact, all of the, the keys actually mentioned that they wanted a, a physical space that they could go and 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 it, it you know it, it should have all these great so you so, say so if you wanna for example um if you were a poet for example you can go and record there or you know an mc or vocalist uh likewise for theater for fine art if they want you know if they wanted to paint something they want to know where can they get paper brushes pastels etc so all those um all those things was fascinating to me because Usually, if you look at uh, uh, quote-unquote township areas, and I actually don't like that word, because it's fucking township, as, in, as, as as if it's just poor people that live there. There's really smart people that live there, man. It's really, yeah, it's not, that's why I just don't like that word. The same thing that goes for, like, township art. I don't like that word. So, yeah, that's just me voicing my own yeah, bear with me. <laughs> please. Um, and um, these guys want you know they, they 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 want the 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 space they want uh government leaders or, or not let's not say government let's say people um decision making people to be physically in the space where they can see, yo, this guy is in charge of uh, water, for example. So why is the pipes leaking and and stuff like that? And accountability also a huge part of that was accountability. So all of this was fantastic, and all and 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 I don't really want to go through them, the mechanics of how we actually, um, you know, did everything because it was quite, you know, I'm giving you a real uh, a summarized version here. Um, Ebu Kusini Solutions, under Baba Ubuntu was coordinating all the um, um, the co-researchers. Um, I was working independently, but sort of I was contracted through them. And South African City Network provided the funding, the resources, and they commissioned the whole project as well. And um, with all of this information, um, um, which is also why I wanted to, I was scheduling to do this episode a bit later because I'll have more information on this. Um, but um, all of this that, I'm, that I was explaining to you was actually was phase two and phase three. So with all this information, um, this state of this report was compiled and all of that, there's all formal protocol around that. And um, one of the outcomes of this was something that I think is incredibly progressive and I'm really excited to work on, which is why I wanted to do a talk on this, was the youth in street parliament. Because what we wanted, the idea was um, once we have all of this data, Um, We have all we have access to all of these groups, all of these kids. Um, This was before COVID, we were going to have everybody um, in a single venue. So, let's just for argument's sake say about a hundred kids now. So, this is from different neighborhoods, townships, etc. We'll have the decision making um, people uh, or people in decision making um, um, positions there, and we'll be coordinating the thing. And um, how the kids will be interacting or talking will be through through um creative means, in other words, through art. So we sort of wanted one so 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 we were encouraging kids to um to write poetry about it, to write uh to write hip hop lyrics, um 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 or to sing or to write um 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 essays about 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 what's going on. I always find creative means as the most honest form of communication. Because you can't fabricate anything through a poem, through a, through, through a drawing. What you're saying there is exactly how it is. And we wanted to use these mediums. So we were still in the process of coordinating and um, conceptualizing exactly how it will work and then COVID it. So um, where we are right now is um, there's also a bunch of other stakeholders involved now. There's a, a city network is under Sipolele. Um, it's really doing fantastic work. Big up to them for that. Um, They've got, for example, the Sabiqwa Art Center in um, Boxburg. I know they also um, bought part. And there's also uh, other, um, other cities around the, around the country. Um, I'm not too sure which yet. Um, um, yeah, but there are. Um, so the idea was is that, that other cities also, like, yo, we're also very interested to in know what we're in a, what and how you guys are doing. And um, this is where we are right now. We're still conceptualizing and putting together how the youth and street parliament will work. I know the um, South African city network is, you know, they busy looking for funding and money and all of that and coordinating it. And uh, yeah, I'll be in charge of, or I'll, or I'll be coordinating the, um, the creative side of it. So for now um, I don't really think I can share exactly what we've proposed for because it's not, you know, it's not cast in stone, but the whole idea is, is brilliant. It's, having, it's giving the youth a voice, putting the decision makers, people in one room and using creative means as a way of communication. That's revolution right there. Right. That's that's revolution. That that to me is, I don't know, man, it's just the most revolutionary thing I've been involved in for the longest time. And um, part of the reason why I love what I do so much, because um, I've always believed that art is a verb and not a noun. It's a it's a doing thing. And now we are using art as, as, as a physical tool, to, as, as, as a communication tool. And um, as you know, um, with Fine Art, for example, I mean, once, once his kids send us their work, you know, those works get cataloged and um, they get, um, you know, the whole thing get digitized, of course, and, 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 and their opinion is there forever. And as I said, art is such an incredible, uh, honest medium that you can understand like what they were saying, they will really contextualize exactly what is happening in South Africa in 2020. Um, And I think that is revolution straight up. So um, I was going to the reason why just in closing, um, the reason why I didn't want to invite uh, anybody part, you know, part of the team. Firstly, the city network guys, I know they're super busy. It's always super hard to get hold of any of them for anything. Um, That's always an issue. And, um, some of them are, yeah, <laughs> I hope they don't listen to this, but some of them are a bit stiff. You know, I like to talk to people who <laughs> a bit more loose and energetic, but <laughs> that's just a personal thing. That's no diss on them. But the main thing is just very hard to get hold of any of them. And, uh, Baba Buntu is also, um, I wanted to, the idea was when the, uh, when we have a date, for the youth and for the youth uh, street parliament. Um, I was actually going to do something a bit more, uh, 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 I would guess um, in depth with, um, with um, with Dr. Baba Buntu about it and talk to him about the processes behind why we're doing it. So this is definitely, you'll definitely, I'll definitely be doing another episode on this. Um, it's just, yeah, I just need, um, yeah, I just need a date for that because that's going to be, yeah, man, I'm so excited about it because Uh, Just the last point on the actual, I guess I can share this with you, is that the uh, youth parliament will, you know, will have a virtual side and a physical side, you know, that due to COVID and it'll be in multiple cities. So we'll have it both in Johannesburg and wherever, wherever. So really exciting stuff, man. And, um, you know, um, I think on on this podcast, um, I like to talk to artists who are, sort of buy into my um, train of thought and this is exactly we artists who use the art as a practical as a weapon to to conscientize to change and um, i don't think you get more hardcore than this um than the action research participatory action research project um that i was working on so um look out for more i'll like i said i'll have more i'll have another episode on this in the not too distant future as soon as we have more dates I hope you guys found all of this a bit interesting, you know. Um, if you's, I gave you a real brief summary, you know. Was, there was quite a lot of information here. So if you guys want to know anything else more, you know, let me know uh, through all my social media handles and all of that. Um, and, um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. And I'll talk to you after this. Thank you for listening to this Budcaster podcast podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Yeah, hey everybody. Uh, I usually thank my guests uh, <laughs> this time, so I can't thank myself. But yeah, I hope you guys found all of that kind of insightful and interesting. Um, and as I said, I'll definitely be doing another episode um, once we have a date for the Youth Street Parliament and. Um, I'll be inviting. Um, the plan is to invite Doctor Baba Buntu at that time. So, um, and I said in the intro, look forward to my future episodes. Um, we'll be doing, we'll take in more of the poetry route, and uh, there's also one artist from Zim. I know I'm busy looking. She's just trying to get a date when we can talk. So a lot of more cool stuff coming up. And remember, we're brought to you by Spodcast and by Bob. Always remember that, always check them out. I think they do some really fantastic work. And they also launched a new um actually give it a shout out. Um I think it's called the Quintessential Mental Health Podcast. Um I don't have it written down here, so if i you know, if I got something wrong, my apologies for that. But I know they launched that uh, the other day. So um yeah, man, that's a um, big up um, big up to Candace for 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 keep growing and keep yeah, man. I know. I know they're working really hard. So big up for them for all of that. Um, yeah, I Remember, you can catch me on all my um, social media platforms. So that's Facebook is at Wesley Pepper, Twitter is uh, no, Facebook is Wesley Pepper. Sorry. Uh, Twitter is at Wesley Pepper, and Instagram is Wesley underscore Pepper. Remember, you can give me a shout. Um, the. Uh, Art giveaways, love for grabs, you know, just reply or comment to this episode and I'll draw a name randomly and you win yourself original artwork done by yours truly. And um, yeah, last point, remember, look forward to more cool stuff, um, more cool episodes and um, keep safe world. Um, I actually had, I don't really like to share personal things in this platform, but yeah, I actually have um, a cousin of mine contracted COVID twice. Um, and now she's dealing with some serious bronchitis and it's not looking so great and an uncle of mine passed away Um, and uh, well it's my dad's sister's husband's brother yeah and um, but I knew the dude I knew the dude um, for the longest time and geez and yeah anyway so yeah man just keep safe world Uh, this COVID is real um, yeah, it's real. So keep safe and I'll chat to you in next week.